0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this riveting episode of Coffee with Jim and James. See what I did there, James? I have to tell you, you know why I'm excited today? I'm going to tell you why.
1: You broke the cardinal rule. You said excited within the first five seconds.
0: shoot, I did. Okay, I'll rephrase that. Why I'm energized today? A couple reasons. Because I have spent so much of my life in the energy business. And also focus a lot in alternative fuels, CNG, LNG, and I love all that technology. Right, anything to do with that. Yeah. So today, I am waiting for the time where you say to me, "All right, Jimmy's just geeking out on stuff that he loves." I'll just sit back and and do this. So that it awesome. happens,
1: it does happen. You know, a lot of the time the other way, but yeah, today it, I feel uh, like it's going to live more in your world.
0: It, it, yeah, I, I really am. Uh, I love these discussions. And with that, let's bring in our guest, who we actually met at AGA in Orlando.
1: We did. We did. Yeah, Go ahead. I feel like we're longtime friends now. uh, Because, honestly, then we saw you again in Charlotte at the SGA conference. So um, what happened in
0: Charlotte at the SGA? Did somebody win an award?
1: I've heard about that. We'll we'll, we'll 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 lean into that later. No. But uh, we got to meet uh, Rita at AGA, and then yep. uh, we got to hang out again at SGA. Uh, Rita, welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you, James and Jim, for inviting me. I think this is great to uh, follow up on that brief little session that we had down at the AGA in Orlando. So you you threatened that you would uh, get me onto this uh, coffee with Jim and James, and so here I am. Was that, a, was that
1: a threat? And, <laughs> yes. I mean, here we are. We live here up to our
0: are. threat.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was a threat. It was an invitation. It was, it was all, invitation. Of those, all of those things that um, I completely embraced. And because you heard me say to you then, and I still say to you now, I love telling our story. So uh, I do thank you for giving me this opportunity. Jimmy,
1: did you notice? Like, look. Yes. Look at Rita. Rita is like, in a live office, we've recorded so many of these things, Rita, where people are like on nightstands, yeah, or you know, oh, yeah. working out of their, their kitchen table or in their truck. Pickup trucks. That's a true story. And and look, those are real life people. That is not a real yeah. No, there's there's
2: it? real life people over there. Okay. I don't know, Abby, Mitch, Karen, oh, There we, we go. Wave. Okay, so this is our Shout little we have real people. <laughs> awesome. Karen.
1: Yes, I love was it. that
2: Karen? That's Karen. That's our CFO. Uh, she and I kind of bunked together here in the, in the war room. We call this the war room um, where, uh, well, especially over the last few months, we've been working through a major transaction, as you all know, and this really was the war room. So. Um, wow. so we now continue to call it the war room
1: it's refreshing to see folks uh, getting out there and getting to work still uh, yeah. see a real live office in action we're we mm-hmm. oh, how blessed are we
2: yeah, yeah no and actually this is the boring part of our operation because the real stuff is happening just a couple doors into the shop where Ooh. there's whether the, where there's product being tested, even there's a product that's customers here today and there's product awesome. being tested. And so it's pretty exciting uh, to be to be coming to work.
0: I like that. I think that it almost opens up the envelope for a future episode, maybe from the shop. Oh, I like it.
2: Well, totally. Throw it out I there. Can, just, you know, <laughs> pick I up it. my laptop and go out there. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll I'm, not, I'm not set for it. that today. <laughs>
0: We'll walk you through it. Okay. You know what, Let, let's, let's dive in. Um, one thing James and I talk about a lot is that over, we're nearing a hundred episodes and we're blessed to be doing these for over a year and a half and you know, and, and touching people's lives with Coffee, Jim and James. But I tell you the stories that always get us are those, we started in a garage or we started out of the back of a pickup truck or we started out of this. And I'm not saying you did that, but we would love to hear how you all began where you are, where you're going. I mean, and again, please tell us a little bit about yourself too, Rita, just so our audience gets a little bit more comfortable with everything. What
1: is the Rita Hanson onboard dynamics origin story? There we go. Like (laughs) Spider-Man.
2: Well, it's not as exciting as Spider-Man, but I can tell you that. So this beautiful office and, and location is in Bend, Oregon. So uh, Bend, Oregon, uh, Central Oregon, high desert, uh, you walk out our front door and you see the seven peaks of the Cascade volcanoes. And I moved here in 20, uh, 10 years ago, actually 10 years ago, but I have been, uh, I've known about Central Oregon, I'm a climber, and so climbing is a big part of my life. And, and there's a world famous area called Smith Rock, Uh, just north of here, about, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes from my house. And so I came to Bend with my husband 10 years ago, kind of quasi-retiring, ha, that's the joke, because that didn't happen. I was introduced to a professor at Oregon State University Cascades. So the origins of Onboard Dynamics was that meeting, meeting Dr. Chris Hagen and he had just recently moved to Bend, Oregon, to lead the Energy Systems Engineering Department at Oregon State University Cascades. And when he, um, when he joined the, the, the team here at OSU, he brought with him an award, a seedling award from ARPA-E, the Advanced Research Projects Agency for Energy. And that award was associated with, Jim, one of your favorite topics, how to do it. Address the critical lack of, of natural gas refueling infrastructure in the United States. Because back in that time, which was 2012, 2013, the Department of Energy was really focused on: well, how do we break this? How do we, yes. how do we drive yes. adoption of natural gas vehicles in the US? And so it was, it was really a, a, a movement within the Department of Energy uh, addressing you know, our dependency on foreign foreign oil when we had abundant supplies of natural gas that were just being you know, known. And we were 19th in the world ranking around using natural gas as a transportation fuel. And so they were really focused on trying to address all the barriers. And so the, the professor, Dr. Chris Hagen, had this idea around, uh, around, Harnessing the power of the internal combustion engine by leveraging its ability to work as a compressor on board the vehicle. That was the okay. premise. Our premise was: how do you put instead of plugging in your vehicle for a charge, electrical charge for an EV? Why not plumb in your vehicle? into your barbecue line and be able to refuel your vehicle using your own engine on board your vehicle. So that was the sexy idea. That was the seedling that he had received from the Department of Energy. I moved here to Bend, Oregon. I hooked up with my other co-founder, Jeff Whitwer, uh, who actually helped to hire Chris at the school. And the three of us together were, I, I was introduced to Chris because he was, really looking for how to commercialize this technology. He had the ideas about how to develop the technology within the university setting, but it was really down to, well, how do you commercialize it? Sure. And so he was connected to me and Jeff and the three of us in 2013. Uh, you, know, We weren't in the garage, but we were huddled around the kitchen table. I think it was maybe at Jeff's house or maybe it was at Chris's house, and, but, but it was in Bend, Oregon. And we were thinking, okay, well, there's something here. There's something here and there's great backing from the Department of Energy. So let's do it. And so that's where we formed the company. That's when we formed the company. That's why we formed the company. And and Jeff and I were able, uh, through, through our financial means, we were able to do some of the initial funding of the company in the first year of its operation until we, Onboard Dynamics, were able to follow up Chris's seedling award with another major ARPA-E award, uh, which resulted in eventually six and a half million dollars of funding to develop this whole idea around uh, leveraging the power of the internal combustion engine to perform the function of compression and combustion. Uh, so that, that was sort of our, that was the beginnings of our story.
0: And wow. it goes right into the what James and I love is hearing that organic origin story of, of how, you know, great companies in our industry, you know, got their start and, and where they're headed. So thank you for sharing.
1: Rita. And, um, and awesome. you, you kind of hit dates along the way, but just to kind of make the timeline, all this transpired with Onboard and, and how much time ish.
2: Yeah, so we else. had the we we were working under the ARPA-E award from 2014. Well, Chris had his award, okay. which finished, and his ho- with, with with the university, we basically spun the technology out of the university into a private company, yeah. and then we started with ARPA-E funding in 2014 through four years to 2018. In 2018, we launched our first product into the marketplace, which was the GoFlow. CNG eighty compressor, okay. and and our first partner was SoCal Gas. So we actually had uh, we 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 deployed the technology with them in a couple of uh, of project demonstrations. Our first real customer was Northwest Natural, uh, our own you know natural gas utility in our backyard. Who's mm-hmm. been huge shout out to them since they have always been supporting us and still today support us. Through their very innovative, uh, forward thinking operation. And then from there, we moved into fleet operations. And we, you know, oh, oh, 2018 is when we really commercialized the GoFlow compressor. And in 2020, we introduced a companion product to that, which is called the mm. GoFill refueler, which together, the GoFlow, the GoFill make up a, a complete refueling solution because it has the dryer it has the, the filling post it has everything you need that when you combine it with the goflow compressor you can do time fill refueling for up to 4 vehicles but it was the it was another utility partner who had experience with our goflow that came to us and said well we think your technology your cross compression technology can help with pipeline evacuation or the evacuation of natural gas in pipelines. And so they wanted to try it out. This was last summer. This was the summer of 2020. Uh, we're all in pandemic times, hard to sell your products when you're early stage, working with early adopters over Zoom calls. But that's, uh, yes. where, we were yeah, I, <laughs> that's where we were during the pandemic. not as
1: easy as a podcast.
2: Not as easy no. as software, not as easy as, no I mean, doubt. you no. know, it, 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 uh, it, it was very, very difficult for us as a company at our stage, but we were plowing ahead and we were, you know, we had great early adopter customers and, um, you know, we we were just, we were learning quickly, adapting quickly. And it was this utility partner that said, hey, can we try this out? Can we use your GoFlow compressor in this situation, in this application, which we knew very little about? And why not? You know, why not? Why, why Let, let's go for it. So we did the project with them. It was, he called, or he, I remember, uh Alan coming down and saying, "Wow, I just got a call from so and so at so and so, and he was just raving about how successful this project was because it was high visibility. It was a- alongside a freeway, and they had to go in and they were performing uh, maintenance on the pipeline there, and they were able to evacuate the gas using our GoFlow compressor to do that. But there was many, many, many things that we had to work around, and sure. and yeah. and then we realized." at that point, okay, we should really, we half our customers are already utilities. Yeah. So why don't we start talking to our, get connected to the right people in the utility organizations, start with Northwest Natural, SoCal Gas, all the others, and really, really find out, do serious customer discovery work? And this is mm-hmm. where I also put in a, a huge plug to being an innovator, being an entrepreneur, having that background around how do you do customer discovery work? You have to have those meaningful conversations so that they can tell you what does the product need to do? Tell us what it needs to do to solve your pain point. And so we took all that information and worked with engineering. I got board approval, said this is what we, we we need to go after this market. This is a really, we all know, we all knew NGV, Mm -hmm. natural gas vehicle refueling. (laughs) We knew that, but this whole new market around pipeline evacuation.
1: So, so really we're moving, Rita, you, we talked about this at AGA. I'm not this smart, I swear. I just have a good memory, (laughs) but Rita, you're, you're talking a language that a lot of folks out there are dealing with right now, which is yep. methane mitigation, right? And ESG. And so, so y'all moved kind of into that world. And from what I remember that, so that is, so that story you just told us really morphed into, and I'll let you say the product, but the newer go, the back. go back,
2: right? right and our first product is called the Govac Flex. right? because the 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 product it, it can do everything the GoFlow can do plus the pipe to pipe transit we, we can take gas out of the pipeline and either a compress it up to 3,600 psi to put it into a tube trailer, or to put it into a sphere, or to put it right through into refueling your vehicles. It, 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 which is actually one of our first customers of the Govac. That's exactly what they're going to do. Imagine a utility now saying we're going to we're, we're converting all of our fleet vehicles over to natural gas, and we want to be able to use your Govac Flex product to do yeah. natural gas vehicle refueling at night and pipeline evacuation during the day. I mean, that's, that's a win-win. That's
1: a win-win. And we use the go-back to fuel the go-back, please? Yes. You know, <laughs> I
0: love it. So we... Go on, keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, no,
2: no. We just. Um, I mean, as you can see, all you have to do is hit play for me, and then I just yeah. start talking. So you gotta like stop. You gotta stop. Stop me when you have some questions. Well, I,
0: I, I have a comment. I, I think I want to just. I looked at this. Oh, it was probably 2010 or 11 at the company I was with at that time about doing just that. Uh, a major utility in southern Louisiana had pipes that needed to be evacuated or, or taken out of service. And they didn't want to vent them in a, a major or a metropolitan area. And so we looked at it and this, that, or the other thing didn't work out. And I have so much admiration for your company that to get to the point where you are right now to have a product that is, that is, uh, I, I mean, it's just so needed right now. And it's so nice to see that your technology is where it's at. And, uh, again, my kudos and hats off to you. I mean, that's absolutely wonderful.
2: And, and, and Jim, I, I, I can't, um, it was the customers. <laughs> yeah. It's listening to your customers. It is it's listening it's, to it's the utility. Tell, I mean, heaven, yeah. heaven forbid you, you know, listen, let's, let's listen to our customers. I mean, it, it's great to come up with sexy ideas. Uh, uh, uh but it, it, it's really understanding that what, what are the pain points of the customer? And so then. Yeah, I, I think the word pivot is overused a lot, but it really truly is. It's, it's taking your, your, we have the innovation DNA in our system. Yeah. Yes. But innovation, I mean, ARPA-E has this great phrase, if it works, will it matter? Let's assume it works. The bottom line is, will it matter? Yeah. And it's only going to matter if people are going to buy it And use it. Yep. And that's what I think is what, I mean, that's what drives me every day. And it drives my company. It drives my team. It's it's, we want to build things that people really are going to use. And kudos to the fact that it also is addressing a much bigger problem that now is on it's now on the lips of everybody's you you just hear people talk about it now as though it were part of our day-to-day language is global methane emissions. What are we going to do about it?
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. I was looking
1: through a book. I'm going to find it while y'all dive into the next topic, but I keep a book on my desk called getting real. um, And it's a, it's really a technology, you know, kind of a, even the title says web application. But in there, they talk about how important it is to get a product out and that customers will tell you exactly how to make it better, That whether you want it or not. So you might as well begin to listen and build around that. Put it out. They'll tell you what you did right, wrong, and then go from there. So it's, it is always interesting to see it in practice and see it working. So kudos there.
0: Yeah, yeah, while you're, while you're looking for that, Rita, I, I, you hit on a, a very interesting point where people could be consciously incompetent or unconsciously incompetent, meaning they know what they, they know what they don't know, or they don't know what they don't know. And, and that brings up to, uh, you know, everyone's journey into, um, methane mitigation, uh, ESG, you know, all that. And I, I think it's important, you know, you, Touched on it with relationships in the industry and listening to people and you know having conversations. What about people out there that are watching this and say, "Hey, we want to learn a little bit more." What's what? What do you recommend that they do to learn a little bit more, especially about onboard dynamics?
2: Uh, well, first of all, gotta go to our website. <laughs> I think that we have we have a. Uh, Uh, we have a new director of marketing that we're super excited about, uh, but he's been with us, uh, you know, part-time for, for a while, but now he's on board full-time, on board, on board. We always joke about um, being on board, on board. There we go. Uh, And and so, you know, onboarddynamics.com is one way to learn more about our products the, uh, we're, good. we're not running away from natural gas vehicle refueling. That's sort of where we, we started. We have customers, we have great fleet customers that, that are, are excited about our GoFlow and GoFill solution. And we'll continue to build those, support those. Our focus is on the GOVAC. And so there's a, you know, a whole page dedicated to the GOVAC Flex. Uh, that's not gonna be our only product. We are innovators. And our we will continue to to manufacture our our business model is all around. Uh, uh, we 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 have done some direct sales directly to utilities, but we are moving more with the backing of our new equity sponsor BP Energy Partners uh, into a leasing model and nope. also oh, into servicing. So so we're we're definitely. Uh, learning to grow and scale quickly to meet this demand. So I would say start first with our our website. If you want to learn more about just the whole cross compression using that kind of technology, there's been several articles and speakers uh, that have talked about this through the AGA, through the SGA. and, And we are also trying to compile a, a really good reference around you know these thought these thought pieces. People who are doing it, there are certainly yeah. some utilities that have already embraced this uh, this type of technology in their day to day operations. And now with the Pipes Act and and the the just the very specific language around not allowing intentional methane releases during pipeline maintenance and operations. Right, right, right. The day is coming.
0: Yeah.
2: And so we're you not uh, talking
1: about it right now. You're behind the curve.
2: Oh, big and Rita, we,
1: we saw it firsthand at AGA and SGA. I think oh. more so because it was some of the first events back, you know, over the last 18 months. And the amount of sessions about these topics were exponential. And Rita, we're coming up on um on what I believe will be some likely some of our one of our biggest travel years in in the last couple of years with the pandemic in play. And um I would expect we'll see you around and on panels and and you know Oh, after- that's well, yeah. Like we say, shaking hands and kissing babies here pretty soon <laughs> next year.
2: Yes, um, we plan on being at all. We were just, we're putting together our budget right now for 2022. Yeah. Uh, so as we're moving into the new year, depending on when this podcast is playing, I know okay. that we'll already be, well
0: ident- into it.
2: we've already identified the conferences for next year and okay. how we plan on, on being present at those conferences and trade shows and i think that webinars will always be now part of our day-to-day uh learnings as well yep. so yep. so as soon as we we're, we're building on case studies you know we've been doing projects now for uh, since we launched we launched the go back i mean one of the things i i just i i, I have to say is because you heard me say we our very very first demo our first time we tried doing something with our core technology platform in 2020 it was with the goflow started t- got board approval started talking to customers and by the so we did that project probably in August of 2020 And then by December, we had a full plan that I was getting board approval to say, let's go do this. Let's, you know, even though we were capital starved, I said, we got to go after this market. And because we think there's something, there's a really big opportunity here. And then we immediately took a product that we were building a go flow on the line. And we said, no, let's take that and let's make that a go back. Let's do everything we need to do on the engineering, on the software, the controls. There's like there was a lot we had to do to take to go from the go flow to go back, and then launched it. Uh, did our first demo with Northwest Natural, and then we did. Then we immediately started scheduling demonstrations. We'd already built up this demand, <laughs> and we already had utilities lining up. And, and so, and we officially launched the product in June, sold our first one within 30 days. And then we were at the AGA in October, (laughs) as you know, Uh, BP Energy Partners found
1: us. So this was all
2: happening this summer. Fresh steaming
1: baby at AGA. Uh, uh, this
2: was like, uh, I kind of felt we were a little bit of the bell of the ball there, but you know, I think we had a really good location. You had a great
0: location. Mm-hmm. We had a great yeah.
2: location.
0: Yeah.
2: And, uh, and having the go back there was
0: just yeah, yeah.
2: wonderful. Uh, and so uh, and so I'm just I, I, I am just the storyteller. I have to have to have mm-hmm. to call out my team. They are, I am, I, I just, I'm the lucky one because I get mm-hmm. to tell the story, yeah. but they're the ones that are putting in the long hours and the grit and the sacrifices to really, and, and be out in the field and, and, and yeah. doing those first few demos. I mean, it was then the first few projects, uh, early customers and a team and, and great technology. I mean, when it all comes together, it's magical. And so uh, I'm just, you know, thrilled that, and then I, then you guys get to invite me and I get to talk about uh, it. So I, I'm the lucky one. You
1: know, Rita, if you went and talked to that group, that's, in, you know, you're right. The people behind the scenes do so much work. I mean, and all of the places that throughout this industry, but if you were to go talk to them, they'd be thrilled to have the storytellers too. Uh, you know, it's it's that team dynamic that that really Absolutely. ties us together. And without one, you know, we don't have the other. But uh, it's been awesome to see see your face light up telling the story uh, today, Rita. We we end the show with kind of giving folks a platform. You know, you can use it for a personal agenda. Uh, you can use it for an industry agenda, but really just. Our, one of our things we kind of build on here at Coffee with Jim and James is that we like to give it all away, you know, like it's something that if we can pass on some knowledge, if we can share something that's, you know, helped us in our careers or, or along the way that, that maybe we learned later the, through the mistakes that we made ourselves or, or whether it's a high point, giving it to others is something that, that we're really passionate about. Rita, is there anything you want to share with our audience or, or with Jim?
2: Yeah, you know, Speed. thank you, okay. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> thank you, James and Jim, for giving me that platform. Uh, I, I certainly feel the scars on my back, you know, for um, all the mistakes I've made and everything. Um, but I, I guess what I would say is that uh, to, to, to you two and to your audience, that I believe We believe that the time is now for, um, you know, that, that there are smart market ready solutions, good mousetraps. I mean, we believe we've built a good mousetrap that are key to addressing the, the, the climate challenges that we're facing right now. And, and I believe in the natural gas grid. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go out there and say that. I think that that, that to walk okay. away, walk uh, away from the natural gas grid is, uh, would be one of the biggest mistakes that our society could make. Yeah. We've made a significant investment in this infrastructure. We are lucky, we're blessed to have this infrastructure. And it can be decarbonized, demethanized, cleaned up, greened up, whatever you want to say. But it can be. And there's tools, there's market-ready solutions available. We happen mm-hmm. to have one of them um, or you know, a suite of them, but uh, eventually a suite of them. But we have a market-ready solution. It's not sexy. It's just a really good functional tool that we want to put into people's toolboxes that they can use and that w- we should really, the, the whole industry should be embracing these market-ready solutions. Energy transition to some to, to, to the other side, 30 years down the road is, it, 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 it means taking steps today.
1: Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have a big
2: like. freaking mountain that we all have to climb. Yeah. And we just got to mm-hmm. start taking those steps. And
1: there's, and that's, there's what of... wanna, that's what I would want to,
2: that's what I want to leave with you is that, uh, I I live a great life where I can wake up every day and know that what we're doing and what I'm doing, what I'm spending my energy on is something that my grandson will be able to tell his friends down the yes. road. Isn't that wonderful? Love my it. grandma did that. No. <laughs> it sounds a little egotistical and I don't mean to no, leave it no, in that no, way, no, but no. I, I just feel like people need to take the steps now. Yeah yeah it
0: doesn't happen overnight. and there's a lot of smart solutions uh, now in the near mid and long term future too that we still need to explore and keep looking at this. and what are the best applications for all these energy choices? I, I mean there's there, just like with anything, I v- value the whole <laughs> diversity of portfolio sorry have.
1: Yeah, that's the that's dogs a have chimed cold, in. <laughs> Coco, <cold, cold place. laughs> of
0: I mean, Like James, take over for me. I got Yeah. It.
1: Rita, I will say one thing about, and this is our industry as a whole, but specifically the buzz at AGA and, and even at SGA. Again, the group that is spearheading, you know, and sit, I'd like to say, sitting at the table at these discussions, there's so many awesome folks out there that are innovating. They're looking for solutions. You being one of them, Rita, but you saw it. There are a lot of folks out there that, man, we've had two years to really work on some amazing things and to see that begin rolling out. And you're, you're right. If you're not talking about these things right now, you're behind the curve right now. Like that's reality. That's not, it's not, Oh, you should probably catch up or you should catch a session. You're behind and, 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 we we would love to help facilitate those conversations as well from our audience. So anything we can do, connect with Rita. Uh, she's a, a great resource, um, and and we'll do our best to to share those messages as well. Yeah.
2: Well, the other thing I always tell people um, when I'm after I give a presentation or I do a pitch or I do uh, talking to customers, I, I I let people know is once you've heard my story, our story you are now christened as ambassadors there you go the onboard dynamics story
1: champions yes. you
2: are, you you i look to you too and to your audience to go out and spread the word i mean really is uh, you are now an ambassador of onboard dynamics and so oh. i feel uh it's, what is it, that it's my, my, i'm empowering you to tell our story as well
0: well, uh, what does that pay, did you ask, James? What yeah, what's the pay? Pay? <laughs> <laughs> Two things I'm going to say, and I apologize for the dog melee. It's like uh, it's like a zoo here. So we're out of but
1: practice. I,
0: but I, I will say this, though, that one, James, you and I need to go visit their facilities when we're out in that neck of the woods, no so to speak, one. But two, the, not only is the product services solutions what we need and all that, the one thing I want to highlight on is the thought leadership how you really embrace that, how you embrace the trade shows because of the relationships and hearing, listening, talking, Mm two-way communication. Again, kudos to you all, Rita, you and your entire team. Again, thank you for everything that you're doing.
2: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: No, It's a pleasure, actually. <laughs> it, is. it is. Let me wrap, let me wrap this up. Yeah, Rita, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to have you on Coffee, Jim and James. I, I absolutely love your technology and your solutions. I cannot wait to be an ambassador and for James and I to spread the word either on this platform or when we're out meeting yeah. the probably thousands of people uh, this year at trade shows and such and shaking hands. So thank you for joining us. Until next time, a coffee Jim and James, if you are on the LinkedIn platform, please follow Onboard Dynamics. Please connect with Rita. Please ask questions. Please explore. Learn all of your options. And until next time, as I always say, stay safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Rita.
2: Bye.